kingdom word today. We combine our faith with this word. Our ability to believe has increased. That which you have promised is released into our lives. We will never come up short. We have faith in your word. No good thing will be withheld from us. Amen, 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 and amen. Luke chapter 1, verse 39. You didn't know this much was in Christmas, did you? They preached one Christmas sermon and left all this meat on the bone. Now Mary rose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city in Judah and entered into the house of Zechariah. Zechariah was the priest and greeted Elizabeth, who was Zechariah's wife. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the baby leaped, or the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke, and here it is, my iPad. I don't want to talk to you, Siri. I want to read my notes. And she's saying everything that I'm saying right now. <laughs> then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, mm -hmm. and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Somebody's baby is about to be blessed. I don't care if they're already in the earth. But why is this? What is it? What is it? Why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord shall come to me? Why do I get this opportunity? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. Father, we bless you. We honor you. We cancel out doubt and fear, rebellion and inconsistencies and confusion and lies and hypocrisy and religion and stuff taught in your house that had nothing to do with you. God, things have been carried by people from one generation to the next generation that has weakened an entire generation. Father, we bring forth truth to your word and bring forth that which you have ordained and you have ordained results. In the name of Jesus, I pray, our King, amen, amen, and amen. Go ahead and take your seats in the presence of the Lord. Blessed is the believer. Blessed is the believer. Blessed is the believer. I'm going to read verse 45 to you one more time because I think it's very important that you hear. Now, I am not trying to, to recruit you in. If you are a believer, you're just a believer. If you're a doubter, you're just a, you're a doubter. If you identify with doubting, then you're going to always be a doubter. If you identify with believing, you're going to always be a believer. And you will be able to distinguish as a believer what's true and what's false. Verse 45, blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. So there will be a completion to the things that were spoken by the Lord in her life. It is going to happen. It is going to happen. 
the prophecy over the young girl who was carrying the Christ was that what the Lord has said to you is going to be fulfilled. Now, you don't need a team of people in order for God to fulfill his purpose in your life. I think that we're running around trying to find a bunch of people to agree with us. Heaven agrees with you because heaven said it to you. Let me tell you that there's something that's going to happen. Some of your crowd is going to switch out in this next season. You want to know why? They don't agree with God. And they don't, they don't agree with what God said about you. So it's going to switch out. And some of you got to wear your relationships thin. Because too many of y'all got people around you too close to you that don't even believe in you. Everybody likes to show up to the party and drink all the wine. In fact, they want to get intoxicated off of your success. But they don't believe in what you're doing, but they love to get drunk off of what you do. Okay. All right. So, these are examples are right there in the word of God. I don't know why we're looking over it. I don't know why we've become so indoctrinated by things that don't work. I don't know why we're trying so hard to be like people who are suicidal. Because you can't tell me that success makes you comfortable. Success doesn't make you comfortable. Jesus makes you comfortable. Because if you succeed, you can, th th there is this, this, we walk in the mall, we walking past this store, and my wife said, I am not going to buy a purse. I am not going to buy anything out of that store because that wealthy lady committed suicide. So you can't tell me that wealth and what we call success will keep you. It won't keep you. Only Jesus can keep you because there's a lot of so-called successful people who want to take themselves out. Now, so what we have to do is we have to teach correctly. And I'm the president of this church. Which means I can wipe my board out with my attorney and get me another board. I can wipe my elders out and get me another set of elders. I am not being mean, but if I'm the president, I'm not like the one you vote into office that only has four years. If you think kingdom-wise, kings are born in, and you cannot dethrone a king, that's why you have so much violation in what we call apostolic, because they don't function king. All those private conversations about the king will get you killed. Okay. So, so you have to understand why you're trying to do this thing that we call ministry. There's principles of the kingdom that you have to operate by. If you don't operate by those principles, you're going to be damned in your way of operating. I'm not cussing. That means ruin. Okay. So we have to switch this thing around. If you're not the leader, you're the listener. Are the student. So let's learn some stuff tonight. All right. Now, there's things that are going on just like Elizabeth. She was pregnant, but there was no activity in her.
So what God does, you have a dream, you have a desire, but there's no activity. She's six months pregnant and no activity. You have a bank account. It has no money in it. You have a marriage and there's no connection. You have children that don't love you. So it's, it, they have it, but there's no activity. You have a job, but it's not fulfilling. You have a business, but it's taking everything you got to make the ends meet. So here is it, Elizabeth, she, she has a baby in her belly, but there's no activity. For six months, there has not been any activity. And if you were really to ask people, they're so frustrated with their lives, they can't hardly stand it because there is no activity. There's nothing like being pregnant and having no movement. You know something's in you, but it's not moving. You know something's in you, and it's not changing. I refuse to live that kind of life. I said, I refuse to live, have something that's strong on the inside of me and it doesn't move at all. See, that's why you've got to listen because you have something in you. It's just not moving. That's why you've got to listen to the Christmas story all over again. Only religion says you know the, the story because you can read your Bible from, from Genesis to Revelation for the rest of your life and God's still going to show you more each time you read it. How can you say I read the entire Bible and don't have enough revelation to get yourself out of that situation? Stay with me. Stay with me. I'm, I don't, I don't want to be sarcastic. I want to be loving. I want to be kind. But I want to get you out because I'm tired of seeing you frustrated like that. I'm tired of seeing you like that. You're, you got joy one day. You don't have joy the next day. I'm tired of seeing you look cross-eyed at your neighbor because they're doing something that you want to do. I'm tired of you looking at me like, I don't know why he keeps preaching. I keep preaching it because you don't have it yet. And I can preach whatever I want from this platform that the Lord gave me. I'm not going to ask you to leave. I'm going to ask you to sit there and watch me do what I do. I ain't putting nobody else out. God sent you here to watch me succeed. If you go to a football game, you got those who are with uh, Alabama. If we were using them on this side, and then you got those who are against them. It's always going to be a mixed audience. So, but everybody's going to see the victory. in you is voice activated. What God has placed in you is voice activated. What God has placed in you is voice activated. You can never start that thing on your own. You have to get in the company of somebody that has enough faith to speak to what's in the, on the inside of you and said it can be. I remember that time that I spoke in that corner. I said it can be and what it done, it activated the potential that was in you before you met me. See, that's why you got to be careful when you get around people who are always mad at the pastor, always mad at the boss, always mad at mom and dad. They mad at themselves too. It ain't got nothing to do with nobody around them. They're mad and they're frustrated with themselves because they know they can't activate that. They keep turning the switch and it never would fire. 
It's because what's on the inside of you is voice activated. You got to be careful when you get around an activating voice when people are criticizing. They love to criticize people who can start your engine. There's stuff in you that will never, you will never tap into unless you get in an audience and in an environment like this where somebody starts speaking to the innermost parts of you while you're down in the projects, in the trailer park, and down as low as you can go, and they start speaking, and all of a sudden it wakes something up on the inside of you. Because everything is voice activated. You can sit there if you want to and think that you achieved all that by yourself. What did you have when you came into this church? If you didn't have the victory you have right now when you pulled up on this campus, you heard something. Don't ever turn the voice off. If the voice activated you, there's more that God wants to do with you. Don't you dare try to think that you accomplished all that on your own. God has a system of operation. And when I got around my leader who is at home to be with the Lord, I didn't believe I could do anything outside of the arena that I was in. But when he opened up his mouth, I don't even remember what he said, but I came alive on the inside. Nobody else was my prophet. Whoever wakes up your potential, that is your prophet. What God has placed in you it's voice activated. Prove it to me. Scripture says that Elizabeth was there pregnant. She was the wife of the, of the uh, priest. And he had to shut the mouth of the priest because the priest didn't know how to talk. Some mouths are going to get shut because they, they don't know how to activate what's in you. Lady Davis got that revelation earlier this morning. You're wondering why some people are quiet because they are not voices that activate the potential in you. And God says, no, you're not going to talk in this season. So all of a sudden, here comes Mary, who's new at this thing. You got to be careful when you judge people, when you think you are superior and you have more seniority. A young teenager will walk up with something on the inside of them that all of a sudden when they open up their mouths, it activates something on the inside of you. So everything is voice activated. Only certain people can really move you. That's why I'm not called to everybody. So, I mean, you know, you, you've invited people to church that didn't like it. It's because I'm not their voice. I'm your voice. Get excited about it. Don't ever come back to church depressed over what they said. I was not their voice. But I am thousands, if not millions, of people's force. So don't get upset about this one person on your job that's an atheist that don't want to be activated. I want to get you past all the horrific things you went through because you invited somebody that wanted to stay dead on the inside. And they wonder, why does the people move like they move when, when you start speaking? Because I activate what's in the inside. I am related to them. See, what you don't understand, you don't understand because you're limited in your understanding. We, we existed before we had a body. 
So we were, if you ever heard my apostle preach, we were related before we got to this earth. All we done is we came back together again. It took us years to realize that we were relatives. So now that we understand that something about him, he seemed like my kinfolk. It's because we were related before we had a body. And when we got over here, all of a sudden you were searching for me and I was searching for you. It ain't no mistake that you're listening to me on a consistent basis. We were related before we put on flesh. Flesh can sometimes be the hindrance to the relationship God ordained before the foundation of the world. Once you get your senses from the trauma that happened to you, once you got into the earth, you'll realize we're relatives and you'll stop fighting one another because we're related. They think because I've been preaching on Christmas for weeks that I don't know. I can take any scripture you can throw at me out of the Bible and preach a message that will blow your mind. I am never limited on the information. From the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation, baby, you thought I can preach on the Beatitudes. Because that's what's in me. But I got to get you to understand that we can, folks, so stop acting like that with us. only those who are living by faith will respond to this sound. Only those who are living by faith will respond to this sound. Who was living by faith? Elizabeth was six months pregnant by faith. She believed that she would be pregnant at an old age. So now you take this virgin girl who has now received the word and she is pregnant by faith. So both of them are living lifestyles of faith. So when the two lifestyles of faith meet, all of a sudden one leaps on the, in the other one. Whatever wasn't happening in you, if you're living a lifestyle of faith, this sound that you hear, I truly believe, okay, this sound that's coming out of me ought to make something on the inside of you say, I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength and the ability. I have so many people, so many testimonies. Leslie Blakely said, I never would have believed that I could have a home because I come from generations of renters. But all of a sudden, she posted a home she had bought over in Atlanta. She, she became so prosperous in what she was doing, she moved over there close to, to the Bronner, Bronner brothers. But she believed in what I was preaching. So she bought her first home, large yard. I'm talking about nice. Why? Because she believed it activated her. He said, you're not just like my preacher. You're like my daddy. And you speak like my daddy. And you, you caused me to believe that I can do something that I never saw anybody else in my family do. Now what's going to happen? Because she believed, she came up, she was activated. Everybody else around her is now thinking, hey, maybe we can do something with our lives too. Maybe we can have something we never had too. And that's what the devil's afraid of. That people around you will start thinking higher than what they've been thinking. Only those who are living by faith will respond to this sound. Never become disappointed, never become uh, uh Never get, become sad because something didn't respond to you. It doesn't have the same frequency. 
It's not on the same frequency. I don't care how many times you're trying to get whatever signal you're trying to get. If it's on a different frequency, don't worry about it. They don't mean any harm against you. They just can't pick up your signal. I'm going to tell you something about the things of God that nobody can steal. It's those of you who think people are going to steal, you can't steal from the kingdom of God. Nobody can steal your opportunity. Nobody can steal your increase. How are they going to steal it? They don't have access to it. They're not on the same frequency. Number three, the dormant, alive but not actually growing purpose in you will be ignited, will be ignited, dormant, alive, but not act actively growing. It's in you, it's alive, but it's not doing what it's capable of doing. It's in you, it's alive, but it's not doing what it's capable of doing. It's in you. It's alive. <laughs> yes, it is. But it's not doing what it's capable of doing, so it's dormant. All the, the difference between me and many that I grew up with is that somebody spoke to the dormant thing in me that was already alive. And all of a sudden, that thing started acting and growing, and it hasn't stopped yet, and it never will. Because what I do, I seek voices that will continue to activate and cause that thing to grow on the inside of me. There's no way you're going to come back next year and see me at the same level. What's in me is not dormant. It's alive. It's growing. It's expanding. Intellectually, the Lord has taken a hold of my mind and he does things with my mind because my mind has been activated now. It's not, my thoughts are no longer dormant. I'm not spending all day trying to figure out why you don't like me. Why you won't be my friend. Why you pick somebody over me. You pick somebody over me because you didn't know God. So stop crying over who didn't pick you. You don't worry yourself silly over people walking away from you. They've been doing that stuff all their lives. You ain't the first one they walked away from. You're not the first one they disconnected from. Your problem is you tried to make covenant with a non-covenant keeping person. So what was, what was in Elizabeth, it was dormant. It was alive, but it was dormant. It needed to hear something. It didn't say she preached to it. It didn't say she prophesied to it. In fact, she gave a greeting, and then Elizabeth started prophesying to Mary. Hear me. What's supposed to prophesy to you can't prophesy to you until you wake it up. If I don't wake it up, it can't give me no word. So let, let, let's go through the story. Let's go through the story. Mary shows up at Elizabeth's house, gives a salutation, gives a greeting. 
the baby John leaps in her womb. Elizabeth turns around and starts affirming what God said to Mary. Let me help y'all. If it doesn't affirm what you already heard, it derails. Don't ever say something to me and think I am not going to measure it by what I've already heard. Everything that I hear should validate what God has already said in my spirit that I have not shared with anyone. If it doesn't register, it's not. I can only wake up in you what's in you. I can only speak to what's already been spoken to you. And it's all in the Christmas story. It's all here in the Christmas story. So uh, Mary didn't go there for a prophecy, for a word, but she got one. Because there was such an anointing on her when she opened up her mouth. Hey, Elizabeth, how you doing, girl? And all of a sudden it released something. Look, this thing reciprocates back and forth. If I say something and it blesses you, an amen, a twitch, or something should come out of you. If nothing responds, it means I have nothing in you, and you may need to go find you somebody else to speak to that thing, because it's going to stay dormant until the right person speaks to it. It's not, that, it's not that it's dead. It's not that the dream is dead. It's not that the potential is dead. It's not that the ministry or, or, or the business is dead. It's not that the dream for family is dead. You just not have the right person to speak to it. I, I sometimes come in this place and I can tell, I can look in people's eyes. They have so many dreams they have given up on. But when I start talking, we shall live again. <laughs> something, something going to happen. I heard it from the Lord, but it got kind of cloudy and it got kind of dim. And, and all of a sudden, I, I heard the man of God. I can't even remember what he preached, but I know what I felt. I know what happened on the inside of me when he started talking. I knew. Uh -huh. See, you don't understand that, that people, even out of the state, that's why I got to reach out the state. Because some people fit the move to Birmingham. They've been to move to Birmingham because it woke up. Now, let, let me, let me, pastors, if you get this tonight, you never have to worry about anybody stealing your folks. <laughs> I didn't go steal your folks. They can't wake them up. <laughs> what you, what you going to do with you what you can't wake up? Look at it. It never will be beneficial to you because you can't activate it. So you don't, you have to have that kind of faith that if it's in their hands and they don't know the codes, they don't have the sensitivity in their voice, in their vocal cords coming from their heart, they can never get it to do what you get it to do.
Because I don't worry. Y'all can go anywhere y'all want to go. Y'all go, go hang out with whoever. I, I'll see you. I'll see you again. Yes, I'll see you again. Because I activate it. You go and have all the fun you want to have. But as far as destiny, I activate that in many of my people. mother-in-law she was at the point of transitioning and uh lady davis was already there and uh she had just come home on hospice on that thursday and uh, myself and sasha we we drove up that thursday evening and uh when we got when we arrived there uh, my wife and her siblings they were back in the room uh mother's in a in a hospital bed that they had brought in and i, I walked up to the bed and I said, hey, sweetheart. And this huge smile came on her face. Because even though she didn't know my style of church, I was still her activator. <laughs> Lady Davis will tell her. He'll tell, she'll tell you what happened. Let me take you, let me give you another example. I got about seven minutes. Uh, my mother, my biological mother, she had gone in the hospital on a Thursday night. We were having a conference Wednesday and Thursday. She came to church uh, Thursday night, and she was ill. So I told my sisters, take her to the hospital. And so they took her to the hospital, to the emergency room. Um, early Friday morning, uh, she coded, and uh, they called me. I jumped up. Lady Davis jumped up. I ain't never seen Lady Davis drive like that in my life. But she, she got me to the hospital. The doctors were there, and they were they were working on her, and they you know they weren't getting any vitals, and, and, and nothing was really happening. And then I, I asked them, I said, "Let me get to her," and uh, they they moved back and they let me get to her. And I said, "Hey, mom, this is your pastor." She said, "Hey, pastor." And then all the machines just start going back to. There was a buzz about me all over the hospital because I was her activator. You, you understand? Certain people you have clout with, certain people you don't. That, that's why I carry myself a certain way. I don't know who I'm going to have to wake up. Because see, you don't, you don't want me around if you're ready to die. If you're ready to die and we connected, you don't want me in the room. Because if you're ready to die and, and I'm in the room and I started talking, it, it, I had to tell my dad, dad, because every time I come around, you revive. I'm going to let you go home. You're 91 years old. I'm letting you go home. So he went home early that morning. But every time I came around, because his level of respect and honor for who I was, all of a sudden he would revive. He'd come to himself. Anytime I came in the room, that's why the devil's trying to disconnect you from your divine connections. Because there's something that happens on the inside of you. Even when you're at the lowest of your lows, certain people you just hear, and all of a sudden they switch on something on the inside of you. I'm going to kill that demon that's been trying to scatter you all. Number, number four, number four, number four. I got five minutes. Number four, number four. Everybody needs one. Everybody needs one. Everybody needs somebody that when you're in your worst moment, they can just say a few words. How you doing? 
I'm better now. I'm better now. Is there some people when you just hear from me that just makes everything better? Just makes everything seem like it's, uh, I'm in a storm, but seem like the sun came out when you open up your mouth. Let me share this real quickly. I'm going to cut down. Let me share. I, uh, the Lord spoke to me um, a few months ago, a couple of months ago. He said, don't just send a text message. He said, I want you to start uh, recording audios. And to certain people, I want you to send an audio to them. He said, I need, I need them to hear your voice. So the audios are not because I can't type. The audios are because there's an activation happening on the inside of the recipient of the audios. It was, it was the sound. It, it, it was the sound that woke up what Elizabeth thought was possibly dead. Keep your faith while you're moving towards fulfillment. Keep your faith while you're moving towards fulfillment. You got to keep your faith while you're moving towards. Many of you are moving towards. So you got to protect your faith when you're moving towards. Because it's, it's usually when you're moving towards it that you go through the most warfare. It's really when you're moving towards it, you got, you know, where you come from? Where you get that idea from? Where you get that philosophy from? What have you been reading that you can come up and start talking like that? It's usually while you're on your way towards your fulfillment that seems like all hell starts breaking loose. It's trying to change the message that can't be changed. So the message cannot be changed, so it has to alter your posture. See, the, the message is going to work whether it be you or the, the ones who come after you. The message is going to work. But the confusion comes in to try to derail you because it can't change the message. So switch you over on another frequency. If right now they went over to these monitors, this microphone is hot right now. But if they change the frequency, either on the mic or on the monitor, then the, you would no longer hear me at the volume that you're hearing me. Some demonic people are sent into your life to change your frequency. They know. They, they can look at people can tell. I got a couple of people can tell you gonna you something else. You you how they said the goat. You the goat, baby. They can tell. They can tell you you ain't got you ain't got no money in the bank, but they can tell you the goat. They can tell how you walk. That there's something about you and you going somewhere and they're afraid of the way you walk, not even what you have. That's why. Believing has blessed you to see fulfillment of what the Lord has spoken. It says in verse 45, believe, listen to it, uh, blessed is she who believed for that there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. So when, when, when he says there's going to be a fulfillment, you don't have to run around and tell people I'm blessed because some people have so many unfulfilled dreams. But you're not one of those. What I have spoken from this platform and your ability to believe it, it shall come to pass.
y'all, y'all, y'all been through so much. My, y'all been through so much. Y'all don't, y'all don't hardly believe in it. See, where I come from, where I come from, we had a lot of respect for the man of God and the woman of God. And we believe what they said was going to come to pass in our life. I am doing at this age what they spoke over me when I was 15, 16, 17 years old. I am living it out right now. I am living it out right now. See, some of y'all don't know where you came from. Let me, let me explain to you with my time gone. Let me explain to you why you gravitate towards me. Somebody in your bloodline tapped over into a certain level of covenant and relationship with God that's staying in a good way your bloodline. And all of a sudden, you don't know nothing about all this stuff that we do, but you're so attracted to it because something in your bloodline keeps drawing you to it. Now the devil's mad because you started to benefit from it. Because when you start benefiting from it, nobody can change your mind then. You, you, don't have to, you don't have to say, you're not going to talk about my man of God. Just keep on prospering in what I said, and you don't have to tell anything to anybody about anything. Because, see, God's already covered me. What they say can only promote me. Some of y'all, some of y'all heard about me because of criticism, not because of applause. It's okay. You still made it to me. Now that you made it to me, let's see what the Lord is going to do in your life. This is the beginning of something so phenomenal that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. You're at the threshold of one of the beginnings of the best times of your life. Listen, listen. Sasha, I don't know how far you can remember back, but I don't know if you can remember back in deep struggle. In deep struggle. You, do you remember... You know, you can't, you can't think back into deep struggle when we didn't have really uh, enough money, but we had a big house note. You, you can't, see, she can't, she can't think back into that. There's something about to happen in your lives that you're raising people around you that's not going to even remember the struggle. They're not going to even remember the heartache, that's where this, that's what season you're going to have to tell them about it because they're not going to remember it or have any knowledge of it because what they're going to walk into is something that just seems to blow your mind. It's like, this is where we always live. No, it's not where we always live. It's just what God has done. Look what the Lord has done. So you're going to have to tell them how God brought you out because they're only going to remember you being on top. For those of you who seem like you're overwhelmed, I have to go. For those of you who feel like you're overwhelmed, there's a day coming that you will remember it, but those around you will not have any recollection of what you have gone through. beginning of the year, I'm going to have, I'm going to take you know, a little short break. I have a couple of speakers to come through. But this, what I've been working on, it's been a mandate from God that I want you to keep reinforcing it, reinforcing it, reinforcing it, reinforcing it, reinforcing it. This is not for those who I don't activate. This is for those who are going to be millionaires next year. And it's not all about money. 
It's not all about money. This is about those who may have been in deep poverty, struggled, worked hard. But this is for those that the lid's coming off of your life this year. And you're going to maximize. And it's going to seem so easy, it's going to be scary. But all you got to do is go back to what I said and then enjoy what came. Because it's coming. I never, I never, two minutes, I never felt and sensed what I feel and sense. I never in my, in, in 24, almost 25 years, I have never felt nor sensed what I am sensing. I've never really talked and strategy and, and, and moved in, in such a strategic way like I'm moving right now. I've, I've never done that before. But what I am doing, I am doing it because the Lord says so. And I believe that the reward is absolutely phenomenal and nothing's going to be able to stop it. That's why your posture, keep your posture right. You know, Even when it seemed like it was going to always be that way, I knew down in myself it was going to change for my good. I had that to happen in my house. I had that to happen in ministry. Several times in ministry. Because certain things seemed to stare you in the face for so many days. And then all of a sudden, something on the inside of you said, that's going to change but that what's in you is not going to change you. What's in you is going to begin to change what's facing you and trying to tell you it is not so. That is a lie from hell. What, what's been staring you in the face is a lie from hell. I will have so many minstrels on this platform, the platform will have to be enlarged. How long I've been saying, I've been saying, I said it when I didn't have anybody. Because the level of worship that the Lord is releasing from this house is to impact the world. He's going to set things to where it's almost like we can do around the clock worship. And it's not a CD. have to go. I don't want to leave you shouting. I want to leave you processing what I said. I lived holy to carry this. I live holy to carry this. I live holy to carry this. It ain't about how you live. It's about how I live to carry it. Because if you believe what I'm preaching, it's going to purify you. Don't try to fix yourself. Keep listening. The more your faith grows, the more your life will change. My faith grew, my life changed. My faith grew, my life changed. My faith grew, my life changed. Come in here with your raggedy life and let me minister to you and let your faith grow and your life will automatically change. I tune them in, it's up. Don't, don't be, don't be afraid to what they call spoil your children. Because if they come along in your best days, 
Don't treat them like they're in your worst days. Hear me? Don't, don't punish them for your suffering. Prove to everybody around you that God's been good to you. Prove it. Lavish them. Lavish them. Because some of them did see you suffer. Now they need to see how good God is to you. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. Refresh Family Church is more than a church. To find out more, visit our website at refreshfamily.church.